and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. And of course, the truth is God's Word, and the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. And praise God, we start every show with that verse. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how God's word is incorruptible seed. Incorruptible seed, preserved and powerful and alive. And Satan doesn't get to subtract from God's word, the King James Bible, okay? Because God said he would preserve his word. God's word has been established in heaven since before the foundation of the world. Jesus Christ is the word made flesh. Nobody changes Jesus Christ. Amen? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we're going to defend and we're going to contend for the truth of God's word on today's show and Truth Dealer Radio. Unfortunately, Scott Johnson on his show, Contending for Truth, he has promoted the idea of the Mandela effect where the devil gets to change the words in your King James Bible. And they claim that people remember it used to say this and it used to say that. And then you use YouTube videos as evidence. And I just want to say right now, I am 100% against that theory. And I don't believe for a minute that the devil can change God's word. Amen. God's word will always be preserved forever. And that's my first point. And my authority comes from the holy scriptures themselves, not from accounts of crackpots online, YouTube kids, people who want attention, people with no evidence, people saying they think an album cover changed or something. I want to get my light and my wisdom, which comes from the fear of the Lord and his word His word is true. The Holy Spirit testifies that his word is true. I can open up any page of my Bible and know it's true. It's truth, and it will always be truth. And I praise the Lord Jesus Christ for that. And we're not going to play games. And I need to separate from Scott Johnson on this matter and say that he needs to be rebuked for teaching this. If you don't know who he is, that's fine. He's He's an internet preacher that we've gleaned information from in the past. But recently he's been talking more and more about monsters and CERN and all these different fables, urban legends and fairy tale fables that are just a bunch of online garbage. We need to study the scriptures, not YouTube videos 
of kids saying they got chased by werewolves or black-eyed children or vampires or any of this other garbage. It's the wrong thing to focus our minds on. We're supposed to be simple concerning evil. And we're supposed to fill our thoughts and our minds with higher things that are of above, that are in heaven, pure, beautiful things of God. Yes, we're supposed to know the devices and stay away from Satan. That's why we shouldn't be spending all our time exposing and studying all these whatever the new thing is that is the big new satanic revelation. Forget that and go out. If you really want a war against the devil, go out and evangelize. Hand out gospel tracts at the park, at the store, and wherever you go, and then go home and keep reading your Bible and go into prayer for those people that you gave the tracts to. There is your spiritual warfare. Stop saying you want to go engage creatures in the street. That is ridiculous. That is a Scooby-Doo bunch of nonsense. From a B-movie from the 80s, of monster movies and a bunch of foolishness. That is not biblical. Put away childish things and preach the gospel. Study to show thyself approved and preach the word. It doesn't say study to show thyself approved until the devil changes the Bible and then you can't study it anymore because no one can trust it. False teaching. So I rebuke that false teaching in Jesus' name and I'm just publicly separating from him on that matter, on that doctrine. I agree with him on a lot of other things, and I'm not mad at him, but I need to let my listeners know I don't stand with him on that doctrine. And he knows that because I've already published videos about the Mandela effect. I'll put the link in the description box. But it's gone too far because the ironic thing is you really are letting Satan win because You're putting doubt in people's minds and you're telling them they really can't trust what the Bible says. That is satanic. So in that way, the Mandela effect is from Satan. And I don't think it has anything to do with any time machines or particle colliding, space portals, or whatever. The devil doesn't need all that to do witchcraft. He's been doing witchcraft. He has wicked powers He does not need technology to accomplish his goals when it comes to deceiving people. With the modern Bible versions, he's already changed the word. But don't you dare say that God will allow him to change the last bit of his word in this earth. His word will remain forever. Jesus Christ said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall never pass away. My words shall not pass away. And he is the same yesterday and today and forever. And he is the word, the living word made flesh. So now you cross the line when you said that the devil can change Jesus Christ. All right. And you really do need to look at it that way. And people that are believing in this need to step back and repent. Now, I really think if you spent more time just reading the Bible and praying and not watching the internet and all the fright shows and the fear-mongering and all these monster shows, you'd be closer to God and you'd be less apt to be deceived by all these new urban legends and fables. The Bible does not say we're going to be battling werewolves in the street. The battle is for souls. Okay, Even when the two witnesses come, 
They're not fighting monsters during the tribulation. They're preaching the gospel. And they do have supernatural power, but they're not being attacked by the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Dogman or any other kind of a creature. Even in that time period, when things are going to be off the hook here on the earth. So your premise is unbiblical. Those who believe in the Mandela effect changing God's word. And I'm going to show you why from the Bible. God's word is pure and preserved. Psalm 12, 6 through 7. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Forever. That means what it says. God doesn't play. God doesn't lie. He will preserve his word forever. And as I said, his word is eternal. It's from outside time to begin with because in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The Lord Jesus Christ is the word of God manifest in the flesh. He died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again on the third day. He is alive The word of God is alive, it's quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And Satan has zero power against God's word. Zero. Luke 21.33 Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Mark 13.31 Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. This is Jesus Christ, the word of God manifest in the flesh speaking. And a third time, Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. In 2 Corinthians 13, 1 says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Amen. And Jesus Christ has witnessed there and many other places that his word is established. His word is established in heaven. Amen. Psalm 119.89, Lamed, forever, O Lord, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It's settled, brothers and sisters in Christ, it's settled. You can trust Jesus Christ. You can trust in the word of God. And his word has been translated into English, and then that English translation has been translated into other languages too. So people have God's word. Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Praise God. And this is exactly a rewording of what Jesus Christ said. He said the earth, heaven and the earth is going to pass away. The grass, the flowers are going to fade away. But the word of our God shall stand forever. The devil will not change words. In the King James Bible, he will not. God will see to that. And I don't have to wonder how God's going to accomplish that. God is going to accomplish that. And I have faith and trust in Almighty God who created the universe. He created ink. He created trees, which make the paper, to put his word on there, just like he did back in ages ago. And God will continue to preserve his word. His word is incorruptible seed. 1 Peter 1.23-25 Being born again, 
not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. Amen? That's so powerful. We can trust the Lord. We need to rest in the Lord. Not be causing everyone to doubt. The problem is people's memory isn't perfect. We're finite. And people can be deceived. Unless you're so prideful, you don't think you can be deceived. Sometimes you think, I don't remember that house over there on the street was was that color blue. And your wife might say, oh yeah, it's been that color for 15 years. Oh, I forgot. I guess I, I, guess I didn't realize. We can be deceived. We can trick ourselves without even knowing it. And when people give you the power of suggestion and they just because a cliche has come out of God's word from other translations and from songs and from paintings like the li- the lamb lies down and the lion and the lamb then you go oh yeah it's supposed to be the lion and the lamb well that's funny because lions don't even eat lambs the wolf is the enemy of the lamb that's why that verse says the wolf shall lay down with the lamb they're natural enemies and in the bible The lamb is symbolic of us followers of Jesus Christ, his sheep. And the wolf is symbolic of a false teacher, a wicked, devilish teacher. So that symbolism rings true and and goes with the rest of Scripture. And as for David Reagan, his ministry, the lion and the lamb, someone was saying, why would he name it that if it wasn't in the Bible? Jesus Christ is the lion of Judah and he's the lamb of God. That's why he named his ministry the lion and the lamb. It's the two prophetic comings of Christ. It has to do with Jesus Christ. Another one I'll shoot down with the Mandela Effect fantasy world is the Kansas album, Point of No Return. Somebody try to use that as evidence because it says K-N-O-W, return. And they try to say, it used to say no, N-O. Well, no, I'm sorry, but it always said K-N-O-W. And there are interviews online of the band members talking about how they decided to put the word K-N-O-W because it was a play on words, and they thought it was clever. Did the Mandela effect go back in time and make them say that? Or is there two dimensions, two separate realities, good Captain Kirk and bad Captain Kirk? You know, this one. It is totally science fiction nonsense. Just admit you're wrong and trust in the word of God and go preach the gospel. All this foolishness about the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears or J.C. Penny, the sign. Guess what? People go around half sober all the time. They can't even remember what happened three days ago, let alone 25 years ago. And when you suggest something to them, they go, oh, yeah, I, I think it was that with an E, not a, not a Y. It was E-Y. Well, guess what? Maybe they're wrong. Or maybe the company changed their name for legal reasons. All these different things that go on with publishers and companies. But I'm just saying, these things don't undermine the word of God. Trust God's word. It's established forever. It's true forever. It's not subject to physical things in science of somebody creating some kind of awful machine and all this stuff. It's also not subject to Satan's false signs and wonders. Jesus Christ is the word of God manifest in the flesh. The devil can't touch him. 
Jesus Christ is incorruptible. The word of God is incorruptible. Get it through your mind. Get it into your heart. And trust God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body. And don't trust YouTube and all these people. Trust God. Trust God's word. It's the only way you're going to be able to stand in the evil day. Put on the full armor of God. Which includes the sword of the spirit. The word of God. Ephesians 6 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen? It's the Word of truth. Study the Word and believe what it says. Don't sit there looking, oh, I think I found another Mandela change. That's not why we're supposed to study the Word, brothers and sisters. It's our spiritual food. It's not tainted. It's pure. Amen? And Jesus Christ is pure, and His Word cleanses us. Amen? That Ephesians 5, 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Amen. It's pure spiritual water from the rock. He is that spiritual rock. It's incorruptible seed. His word is incorruptible seed. Luke eight eleven. Jesus said this. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. That's the seed in the parable of the sower and the seeds. And in Peter, 1 Peter one twenty three, we just read, it is incorruptible seed. And that's how we're born again. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by God's grace, through the preaching of his word. Without God's word, you can't be saved. Wouldn't Satan love you to doubt God's word? I think that's what he did to Eve in the Garden of Eden. We're going to look at more scriptures and refute the Mandela effect further when we come back. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. Since 2016, KJV Prepper has been providing quality, original Christian apparel and gear that will witness to non-believers and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All apparel is printed here in beautiful upstate New York. Visit kjvprepper.com for effective Christian apparel. Worn to warn. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. I just want to say again, I'm not mad at Scott Johnson. I'm a little fired up today because I'm very vexed that people are being deceived about the Bible. And I want people to trust in God's Word. And there's lost people out there who are going to see this too. And they're going to say, well, if I can't trust what the Bible says... Forget it. It's the ultimate plan of Satan to undermine God's word. He started by doing that in Genesis 3. He started with that tactic, and he has never varied from that tactic. That's the reason there's false teachers, too. They twist God's word. But that doesn't mean that's an excuse and say, oh, well, see, Satan can do stuff to God's word. He can make false teachers, and he can make false versions, and so that means he can do stuff to it. Okay? Jesus said there will be false Christs. That doesn't mean there's no true Christ. That doesn't mean because there's deceived people and there's false versions of the Bible and there's false Christs and false teachers that there is no true teacher and that there is no Holy Spirit and that there is no true Jesus Christ who is always the same and that there is no preserved word of God here with us. You can't contradict the scripture that says God will preserve his word. It is here with us. We're commanded to study it. We're commanded to commit it to our memory. 
were commanded to preach his word in season and out of season, even this season, okay? It doesn't say preach the word in season and out of season until the Mandela effect comes. Please wake up and smell the coffee. The Mandela effect is a hoax. And I'm not saying CERN is good and it's like this nice little thing over there. I'm sure they're doing wicked things, just like they're doing wicked things underground on these bases and whatever. Satan has millions of plans he's trying to bring forth. And I'm sure that as the end times progress on, we're going to see nasty, weird stuff. We need the full armor of God, which comes from faith in Christ. And he is the word. We need the word of God. And God will not take that away from us. God will not leave us nor forsake us, okay? Because he loves us. He gave us his word. Jesus said, but in Matthew 4, 4, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's the words of life. God is not going to take away what we need to grow. He feeds his flock. He's the bread of life. Ezekiel 34, 15, I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. He doesn't leave us without what we need. He has given us what we need and he will not remove it from us. 1 Peter 5, 2 commands, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. Amen. And a bishop, a a pastor, an elder, a church leader is to feed the flock, and they are to feed the flock the word of God, because we have the word of God. These commands can't be obeyed if the word is corrupt. Okay? And that's the point I want to get across. God's word is incorruptible. We have the King James Bible in English, It's translated from the correct Greek and Hebrew manuscripts. It's not the Catholic perversion. We have the Bible. Yes, there are certain King James Bibles that are from publishers that aren't right. We get that. You need to test the scriptures and compare them and make sure it's the right one. But we have it. And I recommend the ones from local church Bible publishers. I'll try to post the link in the description. Just like I said, just because Satan is allowed to make these other corrupt versions. Like Jesus said, there's going to be false Christs. That's where they come from. All these false Christs that are in the movies, these graven images, you have a fallen man portraying the Lord God, who is God manifest in the flesh, who's completely sinless and holy. That's a false Christ. There's no man that can be Jesus and portray and act and be him. They're all false Christs with words put in their mouth that aren't in the scriptures. But that doesn't mean there isn't one true Jesus. And he is the word of God. He is incorruptible. He is alive. The word of God is alive. The word of God is incorruptible. And we have it, and we can read it, and we can study it, and we can preach it. And God gives the increase. That's why I'm warning it not to be light about this. This is the word of life, eternal life. Jesus Christ is God manifest in the flesh. He's the word of God. You don't want to blaspheme Jesus Christ, our Savior. 
and I'm pleading with people out there that are trivializing this and, and throwing out this idea that Satan can taint God's word, you're really in a dangerous position. You really need to repent, set aside your pride, and get back into the word of God. You know, spend four or five years just doing that. Forget YouTube, forget crypto, zoology, and all this other stuff, and study the scriptures to show thyself approved unto God, not unto conspiracy theories and people who write to you that want you to do all this different subject matter because they have itching ears, because it's not enough for them to just study God's word. Okay, that's gotten over the line creepy. That's why people are writing and warning Scott Johnson. We're concerned for him because something seriously seems to be off with his discernment. Just believing people's letters about Sasquatch and, you know, Bigfoot taking over their mind and having remote viewing, demonic, all this stuff. And it's like you're going off searching for creatures and all this stuff. I mean, it's of a great concern about the man's discernment at this point. And I'm in no way trying to mock him or belittle the work that he's done up till these recent times. I'm not doing that. I'm not giggling about it, and I'm not amused by it. I love Scott Johnson, and I think that he's off on this area, and he needs prayer. And I'm concerned for his listeners because I don't think it's the right things to focus on. Philippians 2.16, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. And that tells us right there, if you're not holding forth the word of life, you're running in vain. He revealed himself through his word. His word is inspired and preserved and pure and incorruptible. So I am fired up about it, but I'm, I'm righteously vexed. I'm not angry. The reason I'm so vexed is this is an attack on God himself. This is an attack on our Savior, the King of Kings, okay? The Word of God incarnate. This is an attack on God's character, his ability, his power to preserve his Word, which, as I said, his Word is from before the foundation of the world, and the Bible also states his word is true forever. So it's going to be true after, even in eternity. It's not going to be changed. It's not going to be corrupted and then restored like the fallen world we're living in. Jesus Christ is incorruptible. 2 Timothy 3.16 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Praise God. He's not going to leave us without that. We need his word or we're going we're gonna to spiritually suffer and not grow. And then people try to say, the scripture says there's going to be a famine in the land for the word of God. That doesn't mean there's not going to be any Bibles that we can read. That is not what that Bible, that is not what that verse is saying. That's a lie. 
You can't flush that out in the rest of Scripture. There is no prophecy that says that God's word is going to get corrupted and taken away, taken from us so that we can't have the truth. We will always have the truth. Jesus said he will never leave us nor forsake us. He sent the Holy Spirit, amen, for the very purpose. I mean, the Holy Spirit is our teacher and our guide when we read the Scriptures, amen? We need to have faith in God and his abilities and his power, Bring back the faith. Stop trusting in the devil's abilities. Trust in God. Amen? Return back to your first love. Stop studying Scooby-Doo monster movie plots and study the Bible. It is sufficient for us. That is what we're supposed to have our mind focused on, on God, things of above, and pure, beautiful, holy things. Get your mind out of the gutter of Satan and be pure. Stop dragging everybody else along on your strange studies about monsters and everything else. It's wicked and it's, it's not redeeming the time. So the Bible is always going to be with us until Jesus Christ returns. 2 Timothy 4, preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. And that's what I'm warning against. These fables about Mandela effect and all these other freaky, weird things that are coming from all these internet teachers that are not grounded in scripture. Show it to me in the Bible. Show me the doctrine in the Bible and we'll have the Bible study and we'll show you in the Bible where all this stuff is happening. And stop having vague interpretations of everything where because it says be not deceived. Oh, that proves the Mandela effect. No, it doesn't. Because what you're trying to say goes against God's word. Jesus Christ said, heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away. And he, it's in three of the Gospels, and the one that's not in has John 1. The very first verse tells us, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. So how dare you undermine the Lord himself and his power to preserve his holy, incorruptible word. It just needs to be stopped. It needs to be shut down. So that's why I had to do this show. Uh, I don't want anyone questioning what my view is on this, this one aspect of the Mandela effect. Okay? Because I'm not claiming I know everything about CERN and everything about everything. All I know is some stupid machine underground made by the Cassidines or whoever made this Rothschild or whoever these people are, even if it's Satan himself, it is not going to corrupt the King James Bible, period. So you lose there. And believe me, that's what the devil wants to do. So he got everybody to question it because he can't touch it. He just got everybody. He did a mind trick, a Jedi mind trick on everyone. Now they don't trust it anyway. Don't be part of spreading that lie from the pit of hell.
So we're told to preach the word in season and out of season. That's all the time until Jesus comes back. How are we going to preach the word if you can't trust what it says? By the way, why don't they change the part about Jesus raising from the dead? That'd be a neat trick for the devil. Because he can't. He won't. He never will. He's powerless against God's word. Period. God's word is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Sharper than CERN or whatever your fake space stations or anything else you can dream up in your imagination. God's word is more powerful than that. Amen? His word is everlasting. It's forever. It's established. It stands. Amen? Just the way Jesus Christ is going to come back and set his foot on the Mount of Olives and it's going to split wide open. It's going to be over. Truth o'clock. Jesus Christ stands. He's the living word. Nobody toys with him. Nobody changes him. He's risen. He's alive. He's powerful. He's interceding for us. But if we submit to the devil's lies and follow a bunch of fables, your prayer life's going to be weak. Your faith is going to be weak. You're going to be paranoid. And your mind's going to be way off track on all these other fables. That's why we're warned against it. There's the be not deceived. Yeah, and be not deceived by false Christs, like a Christ that can be changed by the devil. That would be a false Christ. Because the Lord Jesus Christ doesn't change. He wins. Amen. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Okay? And all those things describe Jesus Christ and his word. True, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, praiseworthy, okay? That's God's word. That's Jesus Christ. Think on these things. The Mandela effect is vain babbling and evil fables from the pit of hell, and it blasphemes God's power and ability to keep his word, and it makes believers doubt. Like, kind of like, yea, hath God said? Genesis 3.1, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Did God really say that? It's always been Satan's game. Don't let him deceive you with vain fables. Okay? And for the people that say, But I've studied the Mandela effect for four years. You know what I say? Shame on you. You wasted your time. Repent and go back to your first love and study the word of God, the incorruptible seed, okay? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. There is a way to support Truth Dealer Radio at truthdealer-radio.com. God bless you. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.